Good morning. Welcome to uh, Transformed. Today's subject, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about servant leadership. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. And uh, I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and Taylor Design and Events for designing our studio. Matthew chapter 20 is an interesting portion of scripture. Let me read it to you. It says, Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus with her sons, bowing down and making a request of him. And he said to her, What do you wish? She said, Command that in your kingdom, these two sons of mine may sit one on your right and one on your left. But Jesus answered, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, My cup you shall drink, but to sit on my right or on my left is not mine to give, but it is for those to whom it had been prepared by my Father. Now get this. Jesus chose 12 men to be his apostles, to be his sent ones, to be his ambassadors, to be his heralds. And they would cast out demons, preach the kingdom, heal the sick, and make disciples. Now, here comes an ambitious mother with her ambitious sons. And she said, I want my sons to be great. I want them to have position, stature, power, and authority. And so she asked for these two positions, left and right of Jesus. And yet Jesus looked and said, wait a minute. These are positions that are appointed by my father. Now I want you to imagine for a moment. You're the other 10 apostles. You are hearing what just happened. That you heard just what happened. That they heard the request. They heard the desire of the mother and Jesus. And the Bible says they became indignant. <laughs> they became angry, resentful. Anger, division, strife is birthed out of selfish ambition. It got me thinking about that. And I began to look in scripture about selfish ambition. And I was reading in James. Let me read it to you. James says, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and lie against the truth. The wisdom that that wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every evil thing. James actually said that selfish ambition is demonic. It's earthly. It's natural. I was intrigued, so I looked up the meaning of the word selfish. I couldn't believe what I found. It means electioneering or intriguing for office. It means a desire to put one's self forward. It is a partisan and fractious spirit. The word is found before New Testament times only in Aristotle where it denotes a self-seeking pursuit of political office by unfair means. This blew me away. Is there ever an era in time where we have seen more partisanship, more fractiousness, if you will, more selfish ambition than what we live in now. And James says that where that exists, disorder, instability, disturbance, and confusion exist in every worthless, evil thing. If there's ever a day in which James 3.16 is apparent, it is this day. It is a day of extreme electioneering for office, partisanship, and fractiousness. We are living in this day, let me say it again, of extreme electioneering for office, partisanship, fractious spirits, and the self-seeking pursuit of political office by unfair means. 
The other 10 heard that. Division now was coming in. Resentment was coming in. It was coming in and confusion and disorder was about to come into that 12 because of the selfish ambition of another two. The Bible says, but Jesus called them to himself. And let me tell you something. When you find yourself getting a partisan or fractious spirit, especially among believers, the only place of unity is found in Christ. Get back into Christ and you'll find unity. But Jesus called them to himself and said, you know the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. The Gentiles are the unbelievers, the world. And their great men exercise authority over them. So watch this. Jesus says that the way of the world to achieve greatness is by overpowering you, controlling you, and you serving my interest as I live in full privilege over you. Let me say something to you. There are a lot of people in this world that they're trying to achieve greatness by overpowering you, by controlling you. This is what a political spirit does. And by you serving their interest as they live in full privilege over you. We have seen this on display for a long time in our country. We've seen it on display and most recently how there are those who are overpowering and controlling. And it's from partisanship. And it's so that we can serve their interest rather than them serving ours. Let me remind you, you are public servants. If you're a, if you're a, a, whether you're a governor, you're a mayor, you're a councilman, you're a senator, you're a representative, you are a public servant of the people. You see, but let me talk to you believers for a moment. Jesus said the way of the world is to achieve it by overpowering, controlling, and serving, you serving my interest. But here's what Jesus says. It's not this way among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The way of the kingdom is to achieve greatness by coming under you, by being controlled by your interest and giving you full privilege over me so that I can serve you. This is the opposite of the way the world works. As believers, our first allegiance is to the kingdom of God. And as kingdom of God people, we are to model what Jesus did. Jesus is the model of servant leadership. Jesus is the model of what it means to sacrifice. Jesus is the model of what it looks like to come in order to serve, to come under. You, you see, we're living in a day where the world is seeking power and electioneering for office and there's partisanship and fractiousness and there's self-seeking pursuit. And it's invaded every segment of our lives. It happens in politics. It happens in our families. Or families are divided over selfish ambition. It happens in our school districts where every vote is 5-4, 5-4, That's got to stop. The people can never be more united than the leadership is. Businesses are destroyed over selfish ambition. Churches are destroyed over selfish ambition. Because where selfish ambition exists... There's disorder and instability and confusion. And where selfish ambition exists, there's every evil thing. But Jesus says, but it's not that way among you. No, no. You want to be great, you serve. You want to be great, you come under. We come under. And now I'm controlled by your interest. You see, it'll change your family. It'll change your business place. It'll change your church. The power of politics is to curry favor to hold power over you. 
The power of the kingdom of God is servanthood that is based upon what's best for you, not me. You see, Jesus says, this is the way the world does it, and this is how you do it, and you do it this way because this is how I did it. You and I, today, because of what Jesus did, when Jesus willingly came under, when Jesus willingly came to serve, when Jesus willingly came to be a slave for a season, when Jesus really was controlled by our interest so that we could be made better, so that we can have redemption, so that we can come into the kingdom of God. Listen to me. In this era of partisanship and fractiousness and self-seeking ambition, we got to remember who we are as the kingdom of God, that we will achieve greatness as we come under and serve the interests of others. Go serve somebody today. Have a great day.